0: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Len, aka the Bat Tribble of Black Tribble's fame. Welcome you to another edition of the Michelle Mission, two-man, one podcast, every black film ever made. My host, Vincent Williams, could not be here this evening as he is closing on a home. Huzzah! Congratulations. Congratulations, indeed. But standing in for him is our very special guest. You know him here from Philly, um, like, just evoking buckets of laughter... On comedy stages left and right in the Delaware Valley, as well as improving him his way to hilarity with comedy sports uh in Center City. It is the comedian and one half of the Daryl and Timbery
1: fun hour. It is the comedian Daryl Charles. What's up, dude? I'm all right, man. Thanks. But that was a you just told me what to do. That's nice. Well, that's what I try to do. Right. Now, what I didn't tell people is that you, Daryl, I
0: think may be the first. No, you're not the first guest. But you may be one of the few guests right. uh, to the Michelle Mission that is already a member of the Tribble Nation.
1: Ah, yes, that's true. I am Joker Tribble. So we have uh, some arch nemesis yes triple wise happening right here
0: very interesting oh, I, I and that i just picked up more because <laughs> i knew you were in the, in the nation but i forgot what your uh designation, designation was. was yeah yeah get the <laughs> hell out
1: uh, <laughs> um we got mark a- hamill and kevin conroy are friends in real life they are
0: dear friends man if you've ever caught them on a convention circuit together man they bug out like crazy sure sure. and they'll they'll have fun with the fans doing the voices back and forth and like one will run up on the other and inside like the in the um when they're doing like a a panel they'll just burst into the panel (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's awesome
0: they are nuts man um But we're going to have fun tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because we are reviewing. Daryl selected a film for tonight that I'm—I don't know about you, but this is near and dear to my heart. It's a beautiful movie. It is Black Dynamite.
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. I am smiling. Oh, it's a great movie. (laughs) Oh, just
0: this is this is a movie. This is one of those movies, much like Friday. This is a movie that gets quoted mad often,
1: man. Very true.
0: It gets quoted. There's scenes that just play back upon itself, that rewind themselves in your head for years and years and years. Yeah. And I was thinking about this, that uh, Black Dynamite came out in 2008, I believe. 2009, excuse me. Okay. 2009. And I think, I was hard-pressed to think of another black comedy from the last, what, 2009 is, what, seven years ago? Right. So over, let's say over the last 10 years. I was hard to press to think of a black comedy within the last 10 years that
1: I found as funny as Black Dynamite. As funny. Oh, I thought you were just going to go into like that, that tried to explore a black genre in an airplane kind of format. Because I was like, yeah, that I don't know. But well, no, this to is very- say...
0: There's, I don't think there's been another one.
1: No, I don't think so. I like mean, that. Even Undercover Brother didn't. It took like a black version of yeah. a particular, um, not particularly, but predominantly white genre mm-hmm. of like spy movie and do that. But yeah, Black Dynamite was an, is an awesome thing that did an awesome thing for. I need to figure out better words, but you understand <laughs> what I'm saying. It was just really good. <laughs> That's the better word. It Who's was, good?
0: Man. but I. But really, I, I was thinking about it. Like in the last ten years, I'm. I was trying to think of one. I was trying to think of like a really, really good black comedy over the last ten years.
1: Not including Tyler Perry, you mean?
0: <laughs> Not including Tyler oh, Perry. Okay. All right. A well, uh, uh, purposefully
1: <laughs> comedic. I every every Madea movie is apparently on purpose
0: okay i guess i guess so
1: i guess i just don't i don't find them funny i do not either i i see what they are i'm not going to rehash your conversations but um no please uh, expound what are your thoughts on the medea movies you're a comedian i am a comedian um by trade that's what i tell the government um the the Medea movies are great for the people who they're great for I'm happy for those people that they find something that makes them laugh (laughs) I'm not one of them and that's okay you know I don't have to have everything in common with everyone even if we have some things in common (laughs) (laughs) and that's fine I mean you know more power to him. what I mean again to rehash the things like what he has done is more important than how he did it Yes, but to me, how you do it is a little more important than what you do. So it is. It know. is,
0: man. It is. I feel like I feel about like oh man, we can get into those, so many conversations <laughs> because I feel like so much like uh, about Tyler Perry, like I feel about um, Puffy. Mm-hmm. Like I can't knock your hustle, right? And I can even admire your hustle, sure. But there's something about your hustle that just ain't right with me.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. I mean, you could say that for a lot of people. It's the whole idea of divorcing the person from the art. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it, it, to do what people like that have done, there are decisions you have to make, shortcuts you have to take to get there. I can't say that I wouldn't have done it if I was in that place at that time. I would like to think that I wouldn't. Really? Yeah. I'd like to think that I wouldn't. I mean... I have turned down other things because I didn't agree with them, but that's me being me and saying, I don't feel like it, but you know, I don't know.
0: Did you ever come to regret
1: every day? I really? mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What's, what's one thing you, you turned down that
1: you're like, Oh man, that could have been, I don't, uh, I won't say the specifics, but I was, uh, offered a role, on a cartoon, to do a thing, and I a did, voice, a voice, and I thought that they wanted me to speak in a way that I was kind of like, "I'll meet you halfway. I'm not gonna go all the way there." And okay, that was my last day working. Really, mm-hmm. it was also my first day working. Oh, so you got the job? I auditioned, came in, did an in studio audition, got the job. Came next day, they were like, "All right, so here's some lines." So I was like, "Ah." <laughs> wow, but wait a minute! But you auditioned? You didn't audition for the same part? I did audition for the same part, but the lines that they gave me in the audition weren't so we're totally different. Were, right. Oh man, or written a different way. Let's put it written that way. a different way. It started one way, and then it completely quickly turned. Oh wow, man! I feel like it was like a probably like a multi-step audition process where it was like, all right, he can do it, but will he do it? Exactly. And so. then I was like, no, I won't. And they're like, okay. Well, someone else will. And I was like, "Yeah, someone else will."
0: So, so the project went. I um, assume.
1: Uh, yes, the project has been on and is on. Are you serious? I am not. It is kidding. on now. I yeah. I don't. I don't watch it. You don't. Of course not. No, I. <laughs> it's funny to to do this without going in depth, but it's you know it's something I enjoyed as a uh, younger person. And you don't enjoy anymore. I just stopped watching many things. You know, cartoons and such. Will you just stop watching cartoons? You no, 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 not, not what, what, you not, in put, no, not cartoons. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Oh, oh, all of a sudden, YouTube goes you to cartoons, <laughs> sir? <laughs> no, I'm not saying that. It's just, you know, my, my cartoon watching has uh, diminished with time. mm mm-hmm. And uh, as other things have entered my life. So I think when I was watching the cartoon that I'm talking about, I don't even think I was doing comedy at the time. So Oh, so this was a while ago. Me getting fired was this past year, but me watching the cartoon was yeah, like seven eight years ago.
0: Wow, so this is something that was on seven or eight years ago, still on now. There's very few cartoon shows that fit that criteria.
1: Yeah, there's also the idea of syndication just to obfuscate it a little more. Oh, that it would still
0: be out there. Yeah,
1: it could just be in reruns. Oh man, but if it was in reruns, why would they be casting for a new part? yeah
0: (laughs) oh man oh man Uh, okay
1: i'll tell you off 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 air air. yeah off air he'll tell me ladies and gentlemen i'll fill you in i'll fill you in on instagram hey hearsay is a hearsay look look for the pictures on instagram
0: (laughs) um but yeah so but now like you say your 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 life is is busier now because now um you're going to be soon celebrating two years full time
1: as a comedian congratulations man that's a big step thank you i mean sure even though you've been in comedy for years though yeah i've been doing it for a long time and just decided to take the leap what what prompted you to to take that leap man because that's a big leap of faith it was the sort of thing that you had to do it you know I sat down had a conversation with my wife couldn't have mm-hmm. done it without her because yeah. I just couldn't have done it without her so you know I had to sit down had a conversation it was something that was like in plans for years you know, right. you're taking steps to make sure that you're limiting how much money you're spending on things and you know your living situation blah blah blah, blah. bought a house you know like things like that Set right. things up and then able to jump that has been going I stay busy well, that's uh, good yeah, in a way, there's a whole thing with comedy where a lot of people think uh, exposure is just as good as food. Oh yeah, man, and that's not true. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you you try to run the balance. It's it's a nice thing to be able to do a job where, in some spaces, you really get to hang out with people you actually like. You sure. know what I mean? There are a lot of people working who. Do not like anyone at their job. I was one of them, and <laughs> uh, that's a joke. There are people I liked. There's just like two of them. But the thing is that uh, you know, it's it's a neat thing to be able to do, and I try not to forget that.
0: The other thing that you're a part of is the Daryl and Tim Marie Fun Hour. Yes, DTF,
1: the Daryl and Tim Marie Fun Hour.
0: Now, Tim Marie, yes, um, here in Philadelphia, is a is a is a a legend. I think she's a superhero. I believe Personally, so as, yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Now, she's not first and foremost known for being funny. At least not to me. No, I think her first her foray
1: primarily is in the world of uh, of sex. Yes, she's. It's not a. She's not a sexologist. No, well, she has a doctorate in human sexuality. Right, and That's... so she uses that to do a lot of different things sexually. Actually. Uh, both, <laughs> both sexually and, and, and unsexy and professionally and yes. professionally I don't think that uh, sometimes she spends she just did a whole um, thing for I think to Philly Weekly probably Philly Weekly I think yeah probably um, but she did a whole thing where she was like talking to the police and talking to people in Fishtown I believe about a man who was murdering uh, transsexuals oh yeah oh yeah. so like I mean that's she was she's been doing investigative journalism in addition to all the other things that she does And she keeps a column in the paper and stuff like that. She's, yeah.
0: How did you two come together and then create the fun hour?
1: Oh, well, uh, we came together because we were doing a comedy show that was a fundraiser for Philly Sketch Fest, which is another show or a sketch festival that happens in Philly. And it was uh, all about sex-based comedy. And Timmery was giving a presentation on sexual paraphilias, which means things that people are into. Right. Some would say kinks. But from a more medical standpoint. And... I was closing the show with my uh, dirty, uh, childish jokes. And I started my set. She gave this wonderful presentation, complete with pictures, about all the different things that people were into. And when I started my set, I told the crowd that this is a very good presentation because there was something on there that I did not know about. And then I went into explaining my side of knowing most of that stuff. And then after that, we just she was just kind of like, you know, where do you perform and stuff like that? And we just got cool. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I guess yeah, Philly Improv Theater had a contest um, to see who could come up with a new show. They did like a March Madness kind of thing. Okay. And then she was like, do you want to do a show together? You can do something that has to do with sex and comedy. And I was like, yeah, we can. And so we just started brainstorming and like three years later here we are and, and now what
0: is the basis of the fun hour so is you 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 is it the two of you just up there riffing or is it more planned out than that
1: oh yeah it, it's it's a uh, it's much similar to the view okay um, but always about sex love, and relationships um so we'll take current news and kind of dissect it and tell people what makes sense and what doesn't um we have a section where we uh bring up a news article that we like like news that happened that we like and then news that happened that we didn't like or find dumb or if there is you know some kind of a study that says oh people who sneeze have better sex we break down the science and be like that's not a conclusion you can make based on the data that they had and And then we'll also have a section called um we're here to help where we will explain something to people that is probably the most fun because we're actually teaching at that point. That's where Damn. she gets to really do her thing and then I get to just make fun of it. Um,
0: What's one of the things that like you're surprised that
1: you had to explain to somebody? On the radio. Okay. Um, no, uh, <laughs> no, I mean, we, we've explained. We've Sometimes it's as basic as uh, here are better ways to perform a particular sexual act. You like what? Take, like anal, like oral. Like
0: What's a know, better way to, to perform anal?
1: Take it very slowly. Uh, there's no reason to <laughs> there go. yeah. There's no reason to you know jump in there. There's with, no timer going off. There's no timer going off. Uh, you should start with a, a light and a gentle massage that would warm up the area before you even try to do anything. So yeah. a massage of the area. A massage of the particular area you are focused on. Okay. With so that everyone can relax and learn what it means to take it slow.
0: Now are you using your hands with yes. this massaging? Yes. Okay.
1: That's what you should use, and you know, of course, as much lube as you can. Uh, wash out of whatever's under you okay yeah so lube is important very important probably the second most important thing other than taking it slow
0: okay all right so taking it slow lube yes massaging yes with your hand yes i would imagine that your thumb might play a part in that
1: timory uh is the best mime at this and (laughs) has done it at a particular at a number of dtfs um she says, uh, "Spider fingers" is one she says. Oh, spider fingers. Yeah, yeah, spider fingers. Oh, okay. Um, all, right, all, right, all right. Where, or I guess you, your hands are facing out towards you, and you use the four fingers in front of you to kind of walk like a spider.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> I know that technique. Uh, is after, okay, there you go.
1: Right. Yeah. All, all right.
0: Right. 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 I did I not know. Came I, up with that. I did not know the the, the phraseology. <laughs> yes. Behind and then that.
1: there's there's a thumb walk that you can do, which is very much similar to a spider fingers. So all right. Those are two things she always brings up. Okay. And, um, yeah, we even went through, like, one of the neat ones that happened recently were the proper ways to sext, like, safety tips for doing it.
0: Safety tips for sexting. Yes. Like, uh, I do not know you needed safety tips. I well,
1: mean. now it's, it's kind of become an unavoidable thing, right? And, right. You know, in today's day and age, with society being what it is and everybody has cameras in their pockets, people are going to take pictures of their genitals and send them to each other. And so... Um, there are a variety of ways you can uh, protect yourself from people who might want to do harm to you for sending such things. One of them is to not send it. That's true, but you know, if uh, oh man, I was just talking to my wife about this. She was talking about <laughs> no, she was, not <laughs> not about sexting. Cause <laughs> we don't talk about it; we just do it. You know, baby, what I mean? you didn't.
0: <laughs> protocol number one, baby. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Come on Show don't tell uh, <laughs> <laughs> No but um, you, you know You could tell you can tell kids Don't have sex Right But you will never Stop them From having sex It's just going to happen so, Very sure uh, Much better than abstinence Is just how to do it safely Okay And so it's things like You know there are secure Text messaging apps That you can use Oh that's true Yes You know what yes. I mean there, there, there are apps you can use That delete your picture Right away that's right, and true. we'll notify you if people keep a screenshot. Try to stick to those. Don't put your face in it. <laughs> yeah, duh. You know, I mean, but again, yeah, some people true. don't. The
0: people don't think that. Some people
1: don't think of that. Like, don't keep your face in it. Uh, do not take a picture that has your face and then use some After Effects thing to just cross your face out using you know some thing because there are programs that can easily go like, back. Yeah, undo that. That's right. You know, if you're gonna do something in Paint, just put a black box over your face and then save that. As a new file and delete the original. Exactly. You know, like things like that. You know. Oh man, there's a whole like manual on this type of stuff. We man. we pretty much write one every episode.
0: Man, y'all need to write one and get this into the Barnes and Noble like <laughs> now, man. You think how much money you could have made over Christmas if this was under your under your Christmas tree? It's a good point. Look, man. Uh, well, it, it's copyright the Michelle. mission. Now, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: michelle mission and dtf present <laughs> i don't know what we'd present
0: all right so anyway well that's cool man and i wish you nothing but the the much success oh my well, thank you with that man and uh hopefully one day we can get both you and Timory here at the michelle oh yeah I, I
1: think that'd she... be really dope
0: sure that would be really really cool i really uh Want to make that happen, um, Timery? She's a busy chick. You're yeah. a busy person too, because you're going to be on. Uh, Daryl is on the Michelle mission to, tonight. Yeah, he's going to be on Black Tribbles Prime on Thursday night. Yes, so two nights on the radio. I do what I can. And then on Friday, he's going to be on the Black Tribbles, the very special guest at their first Friday event at a Malcolm Comics. Triple Tang. Yes. Uh, um, just blowing. It's it's the week of Daryl.
1: You if you're sick of me now, man, I feel sorry for you by Saturday. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. If if you hate Daryl and like Len, then whoo <laughs> mm, it's a tough week for you. <laughs> Twenty seventeen is off to a bad start.
0: <laughs> oh, this is some bull. <laughs> Um but no, I, I I am looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to it this week for like for two months since we booked it.
1: Yeah, it was really funny how that worked. It was like, hey man, yeah, you want to do triples? Yeah, I love Michelle Mission. You want to do that too? Yeah, what about this? Sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like
1: All right. Like, yeah, I don't care. whole week. I don't know. Yeah, let's go. Make it happen, man. You're yeah, my man. dude. You're my yeah, dude, man. man. I appreciate it. It's fun. I, I did black triples once and had a blast. I still have the poster that I won. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I forgot about Remember that I cleaned up in the, uh, f- was it Family Guy or Simpsons? Yeah, Family Guy or Simpsons, yeah, yeah, cleaned they
0: up. Well, Family Guy or Simpsons? That's interesting.
1: Hmm. But something
0: tells me, something tells me it's not one of those.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good pull. That's good. That's good. Because it can only be three. Oh, there can be more. No. You're not you're not even close. If those are, the, if that's what you're thinking.
0: It can it can only since two thousand nine, it's still on Family Guy Simpsons, South Park. South Park, there's only two people do voices.
1: Uh more well, like three or four, but well, I, no, yeah. like three or four, but they you but know there are all... two
0: of them do like ninety-five no, you know, percent of the voices. Yeah, yeah, so it's not them. and like only one one guy's getting paid on Family mm-hmm. Guy. So uh, the yeah. Simpsons guy, they can make too much money. I mean, maybe you're right. It's not one of them. I'm gonna <laughs> dude, I'm gonna <laughs> suss this out, man. This may be the whole the whole, the whole black Tribbles. Um, Prime is just two hours we're supposed to be talking about all the movies the TVs are coming up in 2017 no we're gonna figure out
1: just start throwing out cartoons and looking at my face
0: <laughs> gotta work on my poker face we're gonna figure this out we're gonna figure it out tune in on Thursday at WPPM LP 106.5 FM we're gonna figure out what the uh, cartoon that Daryl turned down um, oh man to figure out who that character was oh snap <laughs> Oh, snap. I'm going to figure it out. Anyway, but right now, we got to get into our review of Black Dynamite.
2: Oh, oh you suckers gather around. There's a brand new movie coming to town. So get on up and check the scene of the smoothest, baddest mother to ever hit the big screen. Main man, Black Dynamite. He's super cool and he know kung fu. Drives a $5,000 car and wears a $100 suit. You're so righteous. This is also true. And when it comes to the ladies, he's out of sight. Uh, let me guess. You one of these brothers think you can get by on a wink and a smile, huh? What about the smile? I am smiling. Black dynamite! Never in the history of the game has there been such devastation. The CIA needs Black Dynamite now more than ever. We need you, Black Dynamite, now more than ever. I thought I told
1: you, hunkies from the CIA, that Black Dynamite was out of the game.
2: And he's better than Shell Superfly and the Mac put together. But when the mob kills his brother... Your death will not go band ...and put the dope on the street. It's my nephew, Bucky. He od He's back in the game and he's playing for Keith. Dynamite! Dynamite! I am declaring war on anybody who sells drugs in our community. But Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. He killed my best dealer! I want him dead now! So if you crave satisfaction, then dig this action. Guaranteed to put your ass in traction. Black, black stack attacking man. and still coming back. You see where I'm coming from, you shy mother... Black Dynamite, starring Dynamite. all-star running back Ferrante Jones, fashion model Tambula Takar. William T. Michelson, Ronnie Sinatra, Little Tiny Tibbs, June Book, Bo Willie Peter, and me. That's Bad Bullhorn. Black Dynamite! Dynamite. Still the cinema-finding quadro Rated aura.
0: So Black Dynamite, 2009 American black exploitation action comedy film starring Michael J. White, Tommy Davidson, Sally Richardson, written by Michael J. White and his co-star Byron Menz, di- uh, directed by Scott Sanders. Uh, the plot centers on former CIA agent Black Dynamite. Yes, that's his government. Yep. Who must avenge his brother's death while cleaning the streets of a new drug that is ravaging the community. The film, which is a parody of the 70s black PlayStation genre, has a trailer and funding even before a script was
1: written and was shot yep. in 20 days. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. <laughs> it does make sense when you check it out. When you look at it. Yes. I mean, that's part of the beauty of what they were parodying? Yes,
0: it was. Yeah. It was, uh, and Black Dynamite was the selection of our very special guest. And let's and, and go through like the the actors, yeah, that have starring roles in this. We talking about Michael J. White, Tommy Davidson as Cream Corn, yeah. uh, Byron Menz as Bullhorn, Kim Whitley as Honeybee. Yeah, and those are the names everyone knows because they would go on to star in the Black. Black Dynamite cartoon series. Right. But then you got Sally Richardson, Arsenio Hall, mm-hmm. uh, Oba Babatunde, yep. believe it or not, yep. as a pimp. as a As a
1: good pimp, too.
0: As a pimp named Osiris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Buddy Lewis, Nicole Ari Parker, uh, uh, Phil Morris, yeah. Tucker Smallwood, John Sally, Chris Spencer, Mike Starr, uh, McAlatai Williamson as mm-hmm. Chicago Wind. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when I realized that it was Brian McKnight. Yep Silky smooth soul singer Brian McKnight (laughs) as Sweet Meat. Just chilling in the back. Just chilling. Bokeen Woodbine as Blackhead Jack. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, This movie was the selection of Daryl Charles. So, Daryl, why did you select Black Dynamite and what does this movie mean for you, brother? All
1: right. Well, first, I owned it. So it was (laughs) very easy for me to pick. What, what, what requires me to do the least amount of work? Black Dynamite. <laughs> I have it on Blu-ray, and it, it. But I bought it on Blu-ray because my friends were going to come over, and we were going to just like have like let's watch a bunch of movies, and we were going to watch action movies. as we were going to watch. So we were going to watch like um, The Raid. And, okay. You know, oh, movies yeah, like yeah. that. We watch The Raid, The Raid Two. Just a bunch of people looking like the next getting broke. And I was like, you know what else we should watch? Black Dynamite. And everyone was like, yes, that doesn't even fit really in the right. genre. Of those Kung Fu movies, but I was like, we're watching Black Dynamite and I was like, I'll take it one step further. I'm gonna go buy it on Blu-ray. And so it's like as much as I love that movie, when I had the opportunity to pick one, I was like, that's a movie that I haven't seen as much as I want to.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I like,
1: I need a reason to watch this over and over again because I just won't do it otherwise right. as much as I love the movie. So yeah, that's why I picked it.
0: So now that you now that you've watched it again, man, what sure. uh, what uh this time watching it. And I guess maybe this time you're watching it maybe a little bit more critically than because before you just yeah. bu- bugging out watching it, man.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, even, even, even watching it bugging out, what I'm bugging out at is, I mean, just like a parody movie when, you know, you know the source material that they're bugging out on um, is that, you know, you get to see like, yeah, they really did do that every time or yeah, yeah. it really was like that. Those sets looked exactly like that. You know what <laughs> I mean? That Those were the clothes and, man, that's bad acting. Like, you know what I mean? But it was like, that was the, that's what they were making fun of and they did it really, really well. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like, like airplane levels of
0: well. It was on the, it was, everything was
1: on the nose, man. Yes.
0: From the sets that like, (laughs) the walls that broke like pieces of balsa wood. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, this joint is crazy, man. The
1: cars, the, the, the mess up in the takes when they show up to kill Black Dynamite and the uh, at the at the at the, the, at the at Chili uh, and Donuts. Chili and at d- Roscoe's Chili d- and Donuts
0: Roscoe's <laughs> Chili
1: and Donuts exactly but <laughs> when, when they go to shoot up Roscoe's Chili and Donuts and they come out and then they hop out the car and the car keeps the going car I was car. like of course he would keep that in like, of course of course yeah boom mics showing up everything was just Eight not oh. only does the boom mic show up Black Dynamite sees the boom mic and
0: looks at the right. boom mic like, like oh, y'all going to do that it? y'all going uh, to call cut
1: y'all don't see this nothing cause nothing? I'm going right exactly. I'm, I'm going to line but alright all uh, okay the, the, the,
0: the shot gets like mad out of focus <laughs>
1: like moves it comes down a little bit it goes back up oh it's just perfect
0: oh my god I mean like everything is to one point Two, like, the one scene that, like, really just took me, Black Dynamite, is chasing Chicago Wind. Because he, he does the car chase. Right, sure. And Chicago Wind, played by McAllotai Williamson, who was playing it dead on straight, which makes him just that much <laughs> yeah. funnier.
1: That's what makes everything in that movie. Yeah. Everybody is playing it straight, I that, don't Yeah. So. Except for maybe Tommy Davidson. Tommy Davidson, well, yeah. Tommy but- Davidson is fantastic in the movie, but his right. character is... Like was a uh, Antonio Vargas, pretty much uh, the Huggy Bear. Yeah, right, that's right, what, right. That's, yeah, that's what he's playing, but he, you know, he's he's playing it comedically for comedic effect.
0: But he still is just as over t- over the top. If you go back mm-hmm. and watch Huggy Bear, oh, he's yeah. just as over the top as there Huggy Bear was. You know what I mean? Right. But McCallantine Williamson is in the lead car, and Black Dynamite is chasing him. It's yes, is chasing him, and McCallantine Williamson is driving the whole time, looking back. <laughs> At Black dynamite on a, a, a road that is just turns, yep. and he never turns, to the front. and the car never is still it,
1: making it. It's hitting turn. every turn, and it's only when he turns to look forward, yeah, mid sentence,
0: that it, it crashes. Yeah. And not only crashes, goes over the cliff, cliff
1: and explodes as soon it as it the touches car, a rock. As soon as soon as 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 soon, the it explodes mid air. It's the greatest. Oh. And that was the thing. I mean, they used I mean, the the authenticity to to use like that kind of stock footage. Yes. Just bad
0: car crash footage four times in the movie. Right, yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, every bit of that was just like, yep, I saw a movie that did that. And I I didn't I started watching like exploitation movies in college. Okay. That was like my, you know, one of the, my phases. Just mm-hmm. to watch as many of those as possible. I think I saw in my junior year of college every uh, Pam Gray movie, oh yeah, from that I, era, yeah. That's just what you do. You That's know what, what I mean? I you trade them like baseball cards, exactly. And so, like, yeah, watched all of them, and then just ah, oh, to see them do pretty much every terrible thing that you would see, yeah. in those movies. In
0: in in the Shaft movies, in especially every Fred Williamson movie, right? In the
1: Mac, yeah. in uh, dolomite, dolomite. Look, Bullhorn was essentially essentially Dolomite, right? Exactly,
0: which I appreciate it because I'm not a fan of Dolomite, right? I love me some Bullhorn. (laughs) Bullhorn is just he is just insane, man. Because (laughs) when he comes in on one scene to save Black Dynamite, yes. and bitch slaps a dude, <laughs>
1: like, hey man, and it is cut to another dude. It cuts to another this- oh, that's cool. oh man. That's a satisfying jarring cut. It like, is it's like, yes, of course you would get rid of that guy and just keep on going. It just keep it moving, man. Just uh. put it put the next dude in the same afro. <laughs> yep, next dude, same afro, and then the worst karate kick in movie history <laughs> to knock him out. Oh man. Oh my god. Uh.
0: Oh, this movie is just insane! It is so, it is so on the on the nose, and it start, but it starts with Michael J. White, yeah, because this is the role that he is
1: built, not born, yeah, built to play. Yeah. Even though it, it, to me, it, I mean, it's black dynamite, so you know what are you gonna do? But like, he is way too in shape, like the <laughs> the muscles on his body don't. They weren't around in the seventies. Well, no, you no. know what I mean. No, no, that's like, true. like, yeah, that guy had creatine, and they, <laughs> they never did that back then. But you know, other yeah, than that, he yeah, Fred Williamson wasn't it. that cut. No, yeah, no. Jim Brown wasn't that cut, and he played football like, exactly, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. exactly.
1: That's yeah.
0: okay. Fair enough.
1: It's that fair but, enough on that. You know.
0: But that notwithstanding, right? He is on. He is like in in his. He, this is the like I said. This is the movie he was built to play. the Movie
1: he was built to play, and, and from what I researched, he um, he you know took pictures and did a lot of pre work before there was even a trailer, just to get the character down to to completely understand it. I mean, he wrote the movie along with yeah um, bullhorn. I don't remember his name. Byermins. <laughs> yeah. By yeah, he he was talking about how he uh,
0: Michael J. White originally thought of the idea of Black Dynamite while listening to James Brown's Super Bad. Oh Which I can see. I can sure. see that being the impetus behind this. Uh, he also had held Black Exploitation movie parties. Um, much like Daryl, okay. when he, he picked up the funny inconsistencies in the film. So he rented costumes, photographs himself, showed it to his friend Scott Sanders, who was uh, attracted to the idea. The same blue costume on White's, uh, Michael J. White's photograph was used in the final scene of the film when he shows up. Because this movie, it goes from all over.
1: Oh, it's... It- It does what many of those Black Titian movies.
0: Yeah, because, you know, it it traces it down to the man.
1: Right. (laughs) Yes, he takes down the man. Like, of course he would take down the man. And the man being Richard Nixon. Oh. Yeah. Just. It's (laughs) it's <laughs> systematically because he goes through the man because he, he takes down a man in the neighborhood. Sure. So
0: it's a drug man. Right. Well, the drug man's getting it from somewhere. Yes. So the drug man's getting it from the Chinaman.
1: No, the drug man's getting it from the CIA.
0: That's right, from the CIA.
1: And then the CIA, from, from CIA. O'Leary. Right, from O'Leary, his old friend
0: <laughs> from, from Vietnam. From
1: Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finds out that it's the fiendish Dr. Wu who is supplying the drugs. Then he gets him and then figures it out. That it, it keeps well, and then he has to figure it out in a a wonderful uh, diner scene where they have to trace back. That
0: diner scene may be like one of like that may need to be on the comedy hall of fame. <laughs> the way they break down how
1: how yeah
0: how it how it traces back to Richard Nixon
1: when they have to decipher Operation uh, Code Kansas. That's right, Code yeah, Kansas. Code Kansas. <laughs> Code- Oh, man. That's the area code
2: (laughs) for Topeka, Kansas.
1: And what is the fourth planet from the sun? Mars. (laughs) And what's Mars? Backwards. Drop the S. (laughs) Ram. Ram is the zodiological sign for Aries.
2: (laughs) The god of
1: war. Oh, Oh, man.
2: Oh, my God.
1: It's like you know you have been... I have been in those conversations with my friends when we would make fun of how this conversation sounds a lot like conversations we heard our uncles have. Oh, yeah, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, if, you, if you've if you lived long enough, you have figured out that there was some weird, terrible conspiracy that turned out to be true. Of course. That's just America.
0: That's that's America. <laughs> As told by Uncle Ray Ray. Right, exactly. I thought I wouldn't figure it out, but I know. <laughs> This, um, so it starts with Michael J. White, mm-hmm. Michael J. White, right? Um, who is someone like a, a lot of people, a lot of people like in the action genre because he's done a lot of action movies, yes. right? Yeah, and there's some people that swear by his action movies. I can't stand his action movies.
1: I don't, I think Spawn might have been the only thing I saw.
0: Thank you. You're, well, you're welcome. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a lucky man. I feel I've like seen...
1: I know his name though, but I can't. I, I, I well, he's
0: been in Tyler Perry movies. Oh, he's the big muscle guy in, in almost all of the Tyler Perry movies. Okay. The, the, why did I get married? Why did I get married again? You know, I Who told those? me to get the hell married. Mm. You know, Here I am, still married. Shoot me before I get married again. Um, he's the big muscle guy in all of those films, and it, but in his action movies, it that's where, like you say, he's just too muscular, right? Yeah, it's because literally every he's he's almost gotten to the point where like he's not Steven Seagal, where Steven Seagal is so fat that the guy's got to come like basically right, sure. bounce off of him. Yeah, but Michael John White is so muscular that they basically have to come. And run themselves into his fists.
1: Right. Well, it's it's like, uh, Action Jackson. Right. You you you'll you would never see Carl Weathers doing karate. No. He was too big. He would just yeah. pick people up and throw them or like punch them and they go flying. Yeah. But Michael Dry White actually you know does kicks and uses nunchucks. like he knows karate. And it's like come on you no
2: yeah
0: you're too big for that. <laughs> the one thing I thought was funny about this movie though is that he. He takes down a drug guys, he takes down the CIA, yeah. he takes down uh, Dr. Wu.
1: Fiendish Dr. Wu.
0: Fiendish Dr. Wu after traveling to Hong Kong Island. Yes. Um. But it is not until he- Kung Fu Island. Kung, no, it was Hong Kong Island, I thought.
1: I think it was Kung Fu. Maybe
0: it was Kung Fu Island. I mean- Come on, it, it, it probably. It probably <laughs> yeah. it, Hong Kong
1: Island. That sounds too. That's two on the nose. Yeah, that's too on the nose. People are like that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, I think they went to Hong Kong. No, 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 no kung fu island. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. But then it is not until he fights, yes, fights Richard Nixon, <laughs> that anyone lay, lands a punch on him. Richard Nixon is sure. the only one to land a punch, a blow on him.
1: He did get shot, but he was fine. The next scene.
0: Not only was he fine the next scene, right? He was having sex the next
1: scene. Yes, that's true. With the, with the nurse. With the wait a minute, the movie starts. <laughs> the movie starts
0: with a man. It's it's literally it's literally a joke. Yeah. A black prostitute, a Chinese prostitute, and a white prostitute and go to
1: bed. Yeah, and he's doing push ups on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> With the theme song, yeah. down on my, Yep, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how it. Works. Of course, I mean, and yeah, every time you see one of those, it's like, of course, yeah, of course, of course, it has to be. And then they're they're telling him how good he was, and he tells him to be quiet because the other two women are sleeping. Ah, oh. ah, <laughs> oh. it's a masterpiece, I'm telling you.
0: It really, it really is. I mean, like, there's nothing. Really, this is just us having fun. You're right. Because I mean,
1: it, it's it, it's hard to like critically try to... Um, try to... You know, I'm losing words again. But it's hard to like say, like, oh, here's where a movie that's obviously a parody yeah. went wrong or went right or, like, oh, the acting wasn't there or something like that because they were attempting to make a comedy the entire time. Right. But, man, do they hit the nail on the head in so many different ways. The music... Oh, my God. The... The action, the drama. I mean, how seriously Michael J. White is playing Black Dynamite. Yeah, even in the scenes where they're supposed to be uh, frolicking in in the park, oh, that's and he's right. just not smiling. And he's, he's not smiling. He he's, he refu- I'm
0: not skipping. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: Right, even when 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 he finds the two little girls, and they're like, "My daddy's name is Black Dynamite." <laughs> uh, oh, hush up, little girl. <laughs> There's a lot of people. <laughs> There's a lot of people named Black Dynamite, and then just ah, oh, everything is played so he plays it just so seriously that the comedy can kind of happen around him, even even if it's coming from him. Yeah, and it,
0: it's 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 expert. And you mentioned the score by Andrew Adrian Young, yeah, who plays all the instruments, wrote the lyrics to every song almost every song on the soundtrack right um using and it's easy to you can hear the influence of Curtis Mayfield yes. in there Isaac Hayes yes um even a little bit of Wu-Tang <laughs> yeah true it, it, you can hear it all in there man and it just it and it fits it fits period wise yes. it fits action wise yes. it's not too it's not crazy over the top it comes in at the exactly the
1: wrong spot, like it's supposed <laughs> right, to do, right, right,
0: in this, in the movie. Uh,
1: it even, is- even there are point, there are points that, uh, yeah, I, I noted that, like, there are points, like in the very beginning, when his brother, when Black Dynamite's brother is shot. Oh yeah. There's a there's a scene where, um, the guy, I think he used to be on different strokes or something. But There's like this white dude. He, he walks over. They, they waste all the screen time where he just walks over to put his hand on the body, to look up into the camera and be like, he's dead. And I was like, yes, because no one really knew what they were doing exactly. back then <laughs> as far as movies were concerned. Like, you wasted so much time on stuff like that. Like, just... Is, is um, early on in the movie, Black Dynamite's driving around and it's just lights behind him, and it just—it's—they're
0: wasting so much time. <laughs> exactly. Like no movie nowadays would
1: do that. <laughs> exactly. No, but that's what they did back then. Yeah. Because you know movies were three hours long, just to do it. But yeah. it was, you know you had three hours to fill in. A character's life and you got to see what his car was like and how he drove and you'd have an argument that b- went nowhere, you know, mm-hmm. And it but they and they held to that the entire time all the way,
0: all the way through. And even when this movie starts to feel a little long,
1: mm-hmm.
0: boom, it kicks in and it's about to because the movie's not even an hour and a half. Oh, wow. It's not even hours, an hour and 24 minutes. Wow. That's like tight. Wow. Yeah. They movie
1: really know what they were doing. Thank you. Yeah, and to shout out to Vince, uh, there even is a, a scene where the music, the lyrics of the song playing tell you what is about to happen.
0: <laughs> when he goes into Jimmy's <laughs> house. Yeah, when he goes into Jimmy's house.
1: <laughs> it's just sitting there like, oh, man, this is perfect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my God. It's like, there's the, but here's the thing. Here's the thing in thinking about, like, the great comedies, or comedies, black comedies, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the last few years. And thinking, like, even staying in this genre, so parodies, okay, um, of which you said, like, this is on almost airplane level. I okay, would even so. dare say it may be even on level of something as as hallowed ground parody wise as like uh the Christopher Guest films like Best in Show uh-huh. or anything like that or even this is Spinal Tap. Right. Because it the people are like they are they are um committed to the committed character. to their yeah. characters, you know.
1: There are a couple breaks, but you can tell that those were planned. Like it was supposed to be the break of the actor playing the character. Yeah. In the world in which Black Dynamite is a movie. Right, you know what I mean. Like so, it wasn't Michael J. White breaking character and looking in the camera. It was the actor playing Black Michael, dynamite like dynamite, right. who Michael J. White is playing, yes. doing that. You know who, what I mean? Like who's, was, who's looking off? Right, like, who's looking off? Like what the Did hell? Did you was? call? Okay? Right. Oh, even though we, got yeah, because the, the, there's a scene with the uh, the one militant guy who reads all his stage directions. Yes, sarcastically. <laughs> yes, sarcastically. I'm in charge. Oh my god. <laughs> militant turns around. It's just beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah it's and like in that scene yes that's funny but that's one of those things you catch the second time yeah. what you catch the first time is when Black Dynamite's just looking in the camera like did he just do what I think he, am I the only one who it, do y'all, do y'all hear this All right <laughs> okay alright I'll, I'll do it
0: yeah <laughs> oh my god where does this stand up against some of the the parodies that you see of recent years of the Wayans brothers, where they parody um, the the horror movie? Oh yeah, like the
1: Scary Movie. The
0: Scary Movie, and then they just did the parody of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh yeah, I didn't see that though. Well, no, no, but I, yeah, nobody did. Right,
1: right, 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 right. But, but that's the other thing about some of these movies. Like people don't go. I didn't see this in the theaters. Like, well, not a lot of people. No, right. Not a lot of people will. And then you. You get it, you know. You watch it on line, or you watch it when it airs on, you know, some cable channel. And you're like, "This is amazing! Why right. did nobody go see this?" But um, I thought Scary Movie was good, at least the first one. I thought Scary Movie, the first one was good. Yeah. The second one, I've been told is even better. I watched it once and was all right. Then that third one, I don't think I made it all the way through. They've got progressively worse. But you know, that's 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 that was them on a hustle. True. Uh, that was the grind talking. That wasn't... <laughs> that okay, wasn't, uh, fair enough. Great ideas for movies. But the idea of taking all the different horror tropes and making fun of them is good and, you know, profitable. Uh, but where would I, would I say that Black Dynamite's better than Scary Movie? I would obviously say yes because I've seen Black Dynamite more recently, but I bet you if I watched Scary Movie I'd probably say Black Dynamite was even better. Because Scary Movie in particular in a lot of parody movies regardless i mean not just what would be covered on the Michelle mission um, often take the genre and then throw sex jokes in yeah yeah for comedic effect there are sex jokes in like dynamite oh yeah but they are germane to the topic they they are making fun of what kind of sexual uh, lingo and acts you would have seen in a Pam Greer movie yeah you know what I mean they never really overstepped those bounds. No. But then again they're, they're parodying a movie from the 70s. They were like I don't know if there were rules back then. <laughs> there were, they just weren't. No, you know what I mean? So no. yeah. They, no, the bounds were, were way out there. Right. They were they were figuring out what the bounds were like. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to
0: think of what was the um what was the Keenan Ivory Wayne's movie that kind of was like a send-off of the the black exploitation movies. I'm gonna get you sucker? That's it. I'm gonna oh, get you boy. sucker. Oh man. Which was Ooh. definitely that was definitely more arched comedy, comedic wise.
1: Sure. Than this, you know? Um Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was a it was still a parody of it, like, Yes, it was. It was a, a parody of like shaft, but way more comedic bend yeah, to it, yeah. Than this than this film. As yet was,
0: I that yet I would prefer Black Dynamite, too. Now, it's been a minute since I've seen...
1: Yeah, there are some really fall-down funny... There are. Like the yeah. whole over-gold thing, and then the bunion. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's some good moments. There are some good moments in that. But... not the girl taking off her butt. Yeah, that was pretty funny.
2: Yeah. She got a point there. I remember. She took a leg off. Really I, was I, was I was rolling. Yeah, yeah, was rolling.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah rolling. but my man gets... My, uh, Dr. Wu gets beat with his hand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's that. So
0: there's that.
1: There's that. You know what I mean? No one threw anything before they came in the room. And <laughs> get the sucker. So, uh, When you when you put it that way.
0: Oh my
2: god!
1: When <laughs> you put it that way, yeah, that's a good point. Oh god. Yeah, I mean, where would I put? I guess i put black dynamite ahead of that, just because it was. It's like artfully shot. Yeah. But, again, I mean, yeah, I probably have to watch them side by side or, you know. it one would have the other. to, yeah. be like, But I would still, I'd put it up there. I would. You know, I'd put that it up there. That would be a great double feature. That would be a, an awesome double feature. Especially if you were going for, yeah, we're going to watch some exploitation stuff. Yeah. You know. That would be an awesome double feature. Yeah, that may have
0: to be our third live event at <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm Comics—a double feature of Black Dynamite and I'm gonna get you sucker. I can't believe I couldn't. Dirty remember. mother! Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is uh, you, you, you're right. This is a movie that didn't get seen. No, yeah. a lot. It premiered in 2009. Premiered to um, pretty much raves at the Toronto after Dark film festival uh was well received um but then it couldn't find a w- hard time finding a, di- a distributor oh and ultimately uh it got its biggest release in 2010 when it was released to home video and has become a cult favorite yeah sure. uh, a a cult classic uh now and rates very high on Rotten Tomatoes got
1: 86% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand those sixteen percent of people.
0: Hey, well, you know, there's some people that there's some people that think the movie some of the critics thought that maybe it was a little bit too long. Some critics didn't really get the jokes. Sure.
1: And that's the thing. I think that yeah, I think you have to part of the whole problem with a parody is that you are, you are cutting your um, potential audience down. Yes, yeah, true. The only people who are going to, who should be watching Black Dynamite. Have also seen a number of black plantation movies. Yeah. So you're gonna cut that down, right? Uh, you, you're you're chopping yourself off in age, and you're top chopping yourself off in race for the most part. Very true. There's only particular people of a certain age where those movies were popular enough that everybody watched them. And yet,
0: the the um the animated series that yeah. followed years later, sure. yeah, on Cartoon Network, and unfortunately only ran for two seasons, right? Um, was hilarious very well done A very well done fantastic animation yeah. uh returned the almost the entire you know those major stars that we talked about byron men's uh, michael j white he was the, the producer behind that him and byron right and it was really uh took where the movie left off resurrected some characters, yes. Of course, yeah, yeah had to. Because uh, I didn't remember, like, everybody Every- yeah, freaking know, dies in a light. I was like, wow. Yeah. Like, because at first you think cream corn is going to make it. Right, you think so. And then, you like, know. cream corn! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So it resurrects everybody. And then it, it uses the freedom of animation to just go...
1: Like bananas it used the freedom of animation to go bananas and it, it used the freedom that the boondocks gave it uh satirically yeah to go to so many places yes very true you know and and that was really the thing that made the cartoon stand out it was mm-hmm. like it wasn't purely silly no it wasn't not even as silly as the movie was you not you're not even you're right. right not even as silly as the movie was even though you know uh, uh, operation code Kansas has its I, I was watching it and re- was reminded of all the rumors about tropical fantasy when <laughs> right. I was little. It's like, you, yeah. You can't be drinking tropical fantasy. It makes black men <sighs> sterile. It's like, a soda does? Come on. But you still didn't drink it. That's right. <laughs> That's <laughs> I don't right. believe that. But I'm going to have a sprite. Um,
2: <laughs>
1: so, <laughs> it's that. But they really did, you know, they really did, you know, really take a step forward as far as like pointed political commentary. Social commentary mm-hmm. in that cartoon. Yeah,
0: it was a, it was a great cartoon, and, and is out there on uh, box set DVDs for people to buy and collect. So buy that, buy the movie Black Dynamite. You will not be uh, disappointed. In you my won't. I estimation. would say,
1: yeah. I mean, if you've if you've ever seen a Black Exploitation movie, you should see Black Dynamite. Yeah. And if you've seen a Black Spatation movie, why haven't you watched like seven of them?
0: That's true. You can't just watch one.
1: Right? They're. I mean, it, it is the pinnacle of just popcorn movies.
0: Okay. So, Black Dynamite aside, uh-huh. I'm at the I'm at the wherever they're selling movies now. <laughs> it's hard to find them. Three black exploitation movies
1: must see. Oh boy, this is where I'm. I'm. I'm now. A Little Fish Swimming with the Big Dogs. That was a terrible uh, metaphor because those animals don't even <laughs> hang out with each other. But I think you understand what I'm saying. Um, what would be the ones that I would say to watch? Uh, Black Caesar, I'd probably say. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's a good one. Black Caesar, yeah. Black
1: Caesar. I have that soundtrack. It's beautiful. Um, but that was... It, James Brown just did the whole thing. Um, so, yeah, I'd say Black Caesar. I would say... Coffee? coffee, coffee, Foxy Brown, or coffee? i probably say I'd probably go coffee. I would say at least one Pam Grier in there. Yeah, but which one? But which one? That's the thing.
0: That's the one. coffee or Foxy? Well, Foxy Brown is the the popular one,
1: right? But I think
0: I think coffee maybe. I think, I, think I would go coffee. like
1: a better move. If you watch both, you'd say I like coffee better. Yeah, which is why I would say yeah. Yeah. And then third, is it? I guess it's just a mark of my age, and it should be shame in my life that I have a hard time now separating Richard Roundtree's shaft from Samuel L. Jackson's shaft in my head. Not because they're at all as good as each other, but they're just jumbled in my head. Okay, okay. For some reason. Well, one's got Busta. Well, of course. I mean, (laughs) of (laughs) course. Yeah, the Richard Roundtree one. Of course. It's a very young (laughs) Busta.
2: (laughs) <laughs> Chef! Uh, right?
1: <laughs> you had tiny dreads. They were just twists <laughs> at the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know what my third one would be. I'll throw in Dolomite. You should have some fun. You like Dolomite. I understood it for what it was.
2: I see what I see. I
1: it is, I mean, when you look at all of the bad parts of Black Dynamite, pretty much lifted them all from. Dolomite, Rudy Ray Moore. From Rudy Ray Moore, yeah, maybe from the Dolomite movies. I saw Dolomite. I don't think I saw anything else. And I, I think I saw. Did I see Shaft in Africa? I think I just saw Shaft. No, was, so nobody pe- Nobody admits to seeing Shaft in Africa.
0: <laughs> Richard Roundtree.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. It's, it's his bosom buddies. You just can't bring it up around him. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, those would be my three. What are your three?
0: Wow, well, it ain't Dolomite. No, okay. I just can't get down with Dolomite, man. I
1: just can't. Well, what would be your, co- your comedic one?
0: Technically, it it fits the time time capsule, mm. but I don't know if I would call it um, black exploitation. But it's a it is a commentary on it. So it will be Uptown Saturday Night. Oh, okay. Bill Cosby, Sidney Portier. Right. Uh, it's one of the funniest movies. I just love that movie. Um, to be different, mm-hmm. I would choose Cleopatra Jones
1: over coffee. Okay.
0: But I would be fine with coffee. Right. Right. Sure. Because I love coffee. Right.
1: I love Pam Greer. Pam Greer is amazing. I follow her on Twitter. And then I don't I go Superfly. I think
0: Oh man. I think Superfly. Like Superfly to me even more so than Shaft. Mm-hmm. And I know that Vince is going to come shooting <laughs> next time he sees me. Shaft is Shaft. All that. Richard Roundtree, baddest brother on earth. Right. But Really, outside of that opening when he is just walking through the town, mm-hmm. I could take a leave shaft right Superfly from beginning to end is just a killer
1: movie, no
0: it's just smooth and it's it's everything it's it's the entire genre in a film
1: Can I take Dolomite away and put the Mac in? see
0: then that's the other one, yeah yeah,
1: I would take Do- dolomite out and put the Mac in yeah. Yeah. The Mac, I think I was also watching it it peak Cameron. Oh wow! So yeah. <laughs> it has a special place in my heart. Cameron, the rapper. Yeah, for all you people rapper.
0: do not know, go go look it up.
1: Yeah, you look him up. He's he's lifted a lot of the oeuvre of the Mac He's, this is the oeuvre of a lot of things and people well yeah sure but that's you know it, it's all an homage as they would say and uh, yeah the Mac was just awesome was probably was in the Mac right yeah uh, okay you're right yeah yeah alright yeah the Mac yeah. alright so that's good that's I good. Choose You was in the Mac really oh yes yes, yes. Yeah, by Willie Hutch yep uh, that was what uh, me and my wife danced to uh, at our wedding get out of here yeah it's a good song if you actually listen to it. I mean, you know, it's sure, it's from a movie about pimping, but <laughs> <laughs> if you take the words I choose you away from that movie and the idea yeah. of a prostitute choosing her pimp, it's really a, st- a song about, you know, love and choosing to be with someone for the rest of their life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for however long that may be. <laughs> right. Hey, you know. You're right. Hey, dude, when I got married... Um, it, it no longer, okay. but when I got married, we walked down the aisle. And it was a foreteller of things, to the music to uh, TLC's "Creep." Oh wow! Because <laughs> I like the music. Hey, I, it's a good song. I, maybe it wasn't. A, Probably not the one. <laughs> After you were done, <laughs> or before,
1: like uh, into the into the. um into the reception. Into the reception, now announcing yes. that was, and Creep was on.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but just the music! It was oh, just, just the instrumental. The, it was just the music, just okay, the instrumental. Just instrumental. Okay, it was just I, the instrumental. I will
1: totally get that, because we, we walked into the instrumental to Annie Up. See? So, yeah, but it's the it's the song, the musicality of it. Exactly. Right. Yes, yeah. no, okay, Instrumentation. All right. Cool, yeah, sure. But, ooh, boy. Yeah. But, the, <laughs> but the symbolism is not lost on me.
0: <laughs> considering where we are well, now yep, there go. <laughs> a little these many years later <laughs> <laughs> okay well anyway <laughs> on that happy note um, Dal thank you man huh, thank you this was mad fun this man this was
1: real fun I mean it was a fun movie and you gave me a reason to watch it three times <laughs> I'm gonna probably watch it again later just to do it
0: dope man Um, uh, if people want to get in touch with you They want to find out more about Daryl Charles. They want to see you on stage with Tim Marie or see you uh, knocking it out, doing your comedy. Uh, Where can they find out more information?
1: You can find out more about me at uh, Daryl Charles, Nice, Uh, spelled like it sounds. And uh, you know, um, there's a Facebook page for many of the things I do. Uh, There's one for DTF. That's the second uh, Friday of every month at Frankie Bradley's in Philly. Um, and uh, the last Sunday of every month is my sketch group, The Layoff Kids. We uh, put up uh, new sketches every month. We've oh, cool. got a, f- a few on uh, Funny or Die. We've been featured on there a couple times. To- uh, well, once so far. Hopefully another time soon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you know. Nice, man. Yeah.
0: Congratulations, dude. So, hey, come to Triple Tang, first Friday, this yes. Friday, at Malcolm Comics, where Daryl will be our very special guest and if you like him there you can go to Frankie uh, Frankie, Bradley's. Frankie Frankie Bradleys Bradley. yep. next Friday that's true and see the Daryl and Timorie fun hour yes there you go make it happen
1: we'll have fun they will very likely be twerking
0: all soaking now
1: <laughs> and you ain't twerked so you see Daryl twerk man i'm good i I, I learned from Timory. that was one of the we're here to helps she taught the entire audience how to twerk interesting <laughs> interesting once you
0: see timoree you'll understand why i'm saying interesting i'm not going to go any further than that um but i, I can i can see you're being quite a ter-
1: yeah. twerker yeah uh, yes the lady likes to dance let me just just sit and ruminate on that for a minute okay yeah. so you have to ruminate you can just come to frankie bradley every <laughs> second friday of the month
0: <laughs> all right um and i invite you all you like that you like more fun Friday, January 20th, come to Amalgam Commons and Coffee House for our second live event where Michelle Mission will be doing a live screening and podcast of Crush Groove. Mm. That is going to be a whole lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of special rappers and DJs in the audience to talk about this hip hop treasure right there on January 20th. You can get more information, listen to all of our old shows. Everything Michelle Mission at MichelleMission.com. Tweet us at Mission Michelle on Twitter. Follow us and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Michelle Mission. Vince, congratulations on your home. Good move. Daryl, thank you. And thank in, you. in parting, we say. oh, and you can also check us out live right here on WPPM LP 106.5 FM. Uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m., as well as on the Back Triples Podcast Network. All right, enough plugs. We got to get out of here. Um, in parting, we say, I forget what Vince says. Vince always says, I'll see you when it's time to meet again. Come on, man. Because I hate when he says that. Oh, well. I like Wubba Lubba Dub Dub. Well, there you go. So Wubba Lubba Dub Dub.
1: I tried to hook you down, Vince. screw you then. <laughs> <laughs>